Welcome to another podcast from Tolulokwe Moody Ministries. Hey, welcome to another podcast um, about knowing God's will. I'm so glad that we have been able to do two parts. Um, if you haven't listened to those, you really want to, because we tried to lay foundation. We talked about like the wares of God's will. And then um, in the last part, I was just talking about how we think about God's will and sharing some handles that can just be shaping how you think about God's will as you desire to know it. And as we start, can I just encourage you again, you know, God really wants you to know his will, not just to know it, he wants you to walk in it. God has a will for your life that is good. Doesn't matter who you are, what season of your life you are, um, or what you're dealing with, God has a will for your life that is good and that he's pleased to lead you in. So um, we would start talking about like the words of God's will, maybe getting a little more specific just as it comes to what is God's will for my life. Because I recognize many times for myself also, and maybe for you, um, we're actually dealing with specific questions of what should I do and what would the Lord have me doing that or what is God's will um, for me in in that. So I, I just have a few um handles to share with you that I hope would be helpful um, as you try and figure this out um, about in your own context about what is God's will for you. Do you know what we'll find? Weirdly, um, I think that God is largely predictable, um, largely predictable within the frameworks of, you know, his patterns and what he does. Um, we would find that God is largely predictable. So the first thing I'll tell you um, about, you know, the words of God's will is that we must be willing to start from the generic things that we know, all right? Um, If we're not faithful in what we already know, then there's no reason why God would commit to our hands what we don't yet know, all right? Um, So I just always encourage people to start from the most generic things that they already know. When you're thinking about God's will and the what will God have me do kind of a question, um, you really just want to be combing and exploring and making sure, well, I'm already doing all that I know God would have me do. What's in my knowledge space right now? Do you know it's as simple as the Bible says, look, God's will for you is giving thanks in all situations. 1 Thessalonians 5. Giving thanks in all things. This is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. Have you been thankful today? Um, are you thankful for all things? Are you thankful in all things? All right. Or it's as simple as saying, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. This is God's will for you. Okay. I know you might just be like freaked out about whether you're to relocate in 2021 or not, but you know, why don't you just like comb the spaces of the generic things? First of all, um, that there are things that are just so clearly laid out that are within our grip, but many times we're overlooking because we're saying, um, we want the specific ones, right? So my first encouragement is that we start from the generic um, that we know. What we would find, um, again, secondly, as I try to say, God is largely predictable. Secondly, I can tell you where God is. God is in what's right, okay? God's will is in what's right. God is in what's right. Uh, And that's real simple. What I mean is that if there's a right step to take, then God is in it. God is never in the wrong step. God is in the right step, all right? Um, If I'm in a relationship and you know, um, he's an unbeliever, she's an unbeliever, blah, blah, blah. Um, God is in what's right. Um, is it God's will for me to break the relation? Hey, God is in what's right. It's it's simpler than we make it look many times. God is largely predictable. He's never going to be in what's wrong. He's never going to be in falsehood. He's never going to be in um, manipulation or in, you know, God is in what's right, okay? Um, so, so it's largely predictable, right? Um, again, you might want to say that God is in the same that he has always been in. 
Um, so, so this is it's in this kind of spaces that I feel God is largely predictable, and many times we just um, make a relig- make religious headlines out of stuff and complicate things for ourselves. So, I've tried to say, look, God is in the generic that you know, God is in what's right, God is in the sames that He has always been in. Look, let me tell you this: if God hasn't changed for all these like two thousand years plus of the church. He's not going to change now, you know. Um, you're praying and fasting and, you know, Lord, can it be your will for me to maybe, like, marry this guy that I know is not a Christian because he's just so nice and blah, blah, blah. Um, there have been nice people for the last 2,000 years that were not Christians. And, you know, he's not suddenly going to change. Sometimes we just need to, like, set that up. Oh, there's, like, a lot of pressure in this day and age. And, you know, when it comes to things like sexual integrity and, you know, it's like a lot of people are compromising. Hey, God is not suddenly going to change. What is God's will? He's God's, God is in the same that he has always been in, you know. Um, he doesn't change because of, like, the new stuff happening around and the new headlines and blah, blah, blah. So just just knowing, I think it just simplifies it for me personally, just knowing that, you know, God is in the same that he has always been in. When it comes to, like, values and integrity and standards, God is in the same that he has always been in. Okay, again, God is largely predictable because I think God is in the principles of his word. Um, you know, God's word introduces us to not just a person, there's a person we meet through his word, which is the person of God, but there are also principles that we meet as we just read through his word, principles of honor, principles of faithfulness, principles of marriage, you know, God is in the principles of his word, you know, God honors the principles of his word, so you want to know what God's will is, these are just things you want to be scanning around, like simplified for yourself, God is predictable when it comes to things like this, God is never going to work against the principles of his word, so God's word shows us, you know, principles of faithfulness, God is never going to be leading you to be an unfaithful person in whatever regard. God is never going to lead you to be a dishonorable person or, you know, or, you know, against the principles of, you know, loyalty and truthfulness and integrity and what have you. All right. Again, God is, let me now break that a little further because there's this one that I think stands out a lot. God is in the way of love. Maybe you're having questions of what is God's will. I'm just giving you like, like a roadmap. That's going to guide you straight in to, to in, in different situations interpreting God's will for your life. God is always in the way of love. You know, you're never going to find God in the way of unforgiveness or in the way of bitterness. And it doesn't matter what was done against you. God is in the way of love, in the way of forgiveness, in the way of, you know, kindness. God is always going to be in the way of love. All right. Um, so, so it's almost like, have I heard a voice from God saying this is God's will? I feel like, you know, if I see a pathway of forgiveness, I'll just run in there. God is going to be there. You know, if I see a pathway uh, that is letting go of bitterness, I'll run in there. God is going to be there. And hey, I know, humanly speaking, this can be tough sometimes. This can look hard sometimes. And it's almost like we're trying to wrestle with God and say, God, would you really have me do this? And blah, blah, blah. But, But here's the news headline. God is predictable. He's never going to go out of these lanes, okay? Um, let me give you one more. God is in everything Jesus died for. All right. God is in everything Jesus died for. These are like 
quick handles that you can be catching to know what will God have me do? What is God's will? God is in everything Jesus died for. I believe Jesus died for the salvation of souls. I believe Jesus died for the cause of the local church. I believe that Jesus died for the cause of the universal church. I believe that Jesus died for us to have the peace of God in our hearts. Jesus died for us to have peace with God. Um, Jesus died for us to have peace with one another. And you can go on and on and break it. Jesus died to see the world saved and, you know, go on and on. You know what is God's will? God's will is is everything Jesus died for, all right? So as long as I can like point it and say, hey, this is something Jesus died for, then it's the will of God. You know, God's will is to see people restored to him. So I'm walking down the road and then, you know, I, I see somebody who I know I should probably have a God conversation with and then I'm battling it in my mind. God, is this your will? Is this what you want me to do? Hey, it's simpler than you think. Um, God, you know, he's in everything Jesus died for. Jesus died for that soul to be saved. Come on, it's in God's will for somebody to be reaching that soul. And, and here's what I'll promise you. It's not the devil tempting you to preach to somebody around you. I promise you that. The devil would never be tempting you like, hey, why don't you preach? No, come on. God is in everything Jesus died for. All right. Um, and now I, I believe that, you know, this is like a framework I've tried to drop and, you know, it might look rough and maybe it's not all encompassing because there are questions that might still exist. So if I walk into your room now and I'm asking you, OK, what are you trying to figure out? I know there might be like specifics. Oh, am I might to leave my job. Am I might to, you know, that could be um, all of that. But here is what I find typically as I've walked this journey of trying to like figure out God's will. This is what I've found. I've found that as much as there are questions that exist, um, there are many answers that we actually already have. And so the way it works for me is like when you are in an examination hall and then you have to answer maybe five questions and then you look at it and you only know maybe three. Um, maybe that happens to you a lot. You only know like three. And then you are then um, trying to figure out, you know what I would always advise is start to answer the ones you know, you know, don't kill yourself over the two you don't know. Like write out the three and you know how you 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 start to answer those and sometimes in just answering the three you know um, ideas are popping about the ones you don't know and this is what i've typically found about this whole thing of god's will that um there are questions that exist in my heart many times but there are actually answers that i already have and so even before i jump at facing those big magical hard ones i just try to be squeezing into the ones i already know so um maybe it's a who should i marry for you um don't stop your life for the one question you don't know. That's what I would really advise you. Don't stop your life for the one thing about God's will that you actually know. Stay faithful and big on the ones that you already know. Um, so, for example, you already know where you should be. You already know you should be in the house of God. Um, you already know what you should be doing. I should be serving faithfully. I already know what should be my attitude. I already know um, I should be loyal. I already know um, how I should be thinking about God's will. Stay very faithful on those things, even as you travel the journey of realizing um, the more. Because this is the deal. When it comes to God leading on, leading us in his will, he's not just leading us in his will as like um, some isolated discovery things. He's leading us in his will in such a way that it is building a relationship with him. That is God's beautiful plan for us. That It's like playing a hide-and-seek game. The, 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 the ultimate of playing a hide-and-seek game is not just that you find the person, um, but it's that that's the person who is hiding. It's not just that you find the person who is hiding. 
But I think in a hide and seek game, relationship is getting stronger. You know, there's a bonding that is going deeper. That's what God is doing with us. That as he's leading us, even through the knowns and the unknowns, we're coming to a place where we are trusting him better. We are getting stronger on things that we already know. We are able to depend more on him um, and all of that. So through everything, as you figure out your journey and, you know, as we just continue to walk this out about what God has for us, um, here's what I'll advise you. I'll leave you with this. Look in chapter 12, verse 32. Jesus says, do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That encourages me a lot. Like, like Jesus is saying, hey guys, don't be afraid. Look, it's God's good pleasure to give you, in fact, he calls it the kingdom. Like everything about God and his authority in your life. He says it's your father's good pleasure. Like God is pleased to lead you in these things. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of missing out. Don't be afraid of like, will it work? Will it not work? Um, you know, you stay faithful in the what's that you know and that you hope that you have to hold as you stay faithful in desire and in following God and growing in relationship with him. Says it is the father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Let me leave you with Psalm 32 um, from verse 8 to 9 in the New Living Translation. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and I will watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. Okay? God promises you he will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I guess that's a great promise to hold on to. All right? So I hope this was encouraging to you. And if in some way it was, I hope you would share it with a friend or with a loved one and see how you can be a blessing. You can get more resources at tolulokwemudi.org. RG. It's been great sharing this with you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Tululopwemudi Ministries. To find out more, please visit tululopwemudi.org.